everybody, welcome to episode 81 of Making It. I'm Bob Claggett, here with David Picciuto. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, how are you? <laughs> that was a long pause. Real good. And Jimmy Duresta. Hey. hey. How you doing, guys? Sorry. <laughs> I was going to do a Picciuto impersonation, but then I, I had some coffee in my throat. Hi, oh. thanks for having me. Hi. I here I need to work on the intro. Jimmy has his. Jimmy says the same thing every time. I don't have I don't know where to start. Every time you say my name, I panic and I don't know what to say. Okay, let's What is workshop. my intro? I don't let's, even let's know what mine is. Stuff. What is my intro? I don't even I just said it a minute ago. I forgot what in, it is. In, introduce Jimmy. Introduce Jimmy. And Jimmy Duresta. Hey everybody. Oh, that's it? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so let's let's try something for David. And okay, David okay. Pachuda. Hey guys, how you doing? That was perfect. That was perfect. Right. Okay, so that's your thing right. that you're going to say every time now. Hey, guys, how you doing? Okay, so we start over? No. 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 Uh, you know, can you that's do what, how what. are you doing? Could you do that? Because that's what me and Welder always oh, do. Man, oh, man, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hey, Bob, will you introduce me again? Yeah, sure. With David Picciuto. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm <laughs> doing pretty good. Uh, some people some people will remember that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, what's going on now that we've been goofy well, long enough? Uh, today, uh, so I am trying to um, increase my uh, video output. And so uh, my project video for this week is a puzzle cut on the laser. It's a photograph that I took in Alaska. And we, we, we glued it onto some cardboard. We cut it out on a laser. And then we even made a box to put it in. And the box is the, the picture of the puzzle. And the top of the box is cardboard. The bottom of the box is wood. And, and I think it came out awesome. And the box is actually what makes the project super cool. And then we finished that up today. And then uh, I want to put out a second video on the main channel of like little tips and shop enhancements and stuff. Or just maybe really, really quick projects. And I always need weights in the shop to hold things down. And so I have 15-pound dumbbells that I use. But sometimes I have the dumbbells upstairs for... Um, you know, lifting, and uh, we also need weights in our coffee table, get, so it doesn't flip ripped, over. I think is yeah. what you're looking for. Yeah, get ripped. Yeah. You even lift, bro. <laughs> and um, but our coffee table needs one weight in there because so, it has a lift top, and when the lift top is all the way out, and you lean on it, it wants a tip, so we keep a weight in there. And so hmm. I'm always transferring the weights back and forth between the basement and the living room. And I thought I am going to make some weights that I can use for clamps out of concrete mm. so we went to the home center and we got some melamine and some concrete and some rope and made two forms and poured some concrete in there and then stuck a big rope in there and it's outside drying right now and hopefully when it pulls out of the form it'll it'll have a nice little handle that i can use in the shop nice. oh that's cool good thinking yeah. that's really cool thanks uh, Stuff well, like that, Jimmy. That you always have lots of uh, like steel blocks that you use to weight things down in yeah. your shop. Are those just like offcuts that you've picked up different places, or yep? What's the story there? I suggest anybody who wants those weights go to where I get them and go to a recycling place. A lot of steel recycling places, places that buy like aluminum scrap and scrap steel. From time to time, they get these weights and they're counterweights that go on top of an elevator. They're fifty bucks. I mean, they're fifty pounds each with a handle in them. And you typically see them. I've been to a couple of different salvage yards, and whenever they see them, they put them on the side because they don't want them to Hmm. go into the scrap bin. I I mean, they are heavy on on their own, so moving them around is is difficult. It's not simple to just pick them up and toss them in a truck. Where if you're using, if you're throwing sheet metal or scrap aluminum or whatever, it's a little bit lighter. So these 
these counterweights end up going on the side. And if you see, David Welder uses them in my shop in, uh, in some of his videos when he works in my shop. He always attaches some of his hammering stuff to them. So you see them in some early videos on Dave's channel. And I use them from time to time. But the scrap chunks of steel are definitely from a steel mill that I go to in Albany, New York. And they have an off-cut room. They sell steel 60 cents per pound. So I go in there and I just grab all kinds of random shapes and sizes. And I, I recently went in there and it was on my it was on my Snapchat a couple of weeks ago. I got – they do commercial industrial stuff. And so they have all these offcuts. So they have a plasma cutter that will cut like three-inch thick steel. And this is one-inch thick steel discs that are 10 inches in diameter. I bought like three of them. I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but they're like perfectly – they're like big giant nickels that weigh – 40 pounds each and they're one inch thick and they have like this appropriate, they look just like a big nickel. And so, uh, you'll see them in an upcoming video cause I'm going to use one of them for something. But I, I buy those, uh, they use big giant eight inch, nine inch solid steel rod and they cut off. If you cut off like a two inch piece that weighs, you know, like 30 or 40 pounds. So big squares, I buy all different kinds of weird shapes just to have for weights. And then I always buy things with the intention of maybe cutting them into other shapes, which, I never get to. Like if you watch the Brock Lesnar sword, uh, sword video that I made, all those pieces of steel were just scraps that I bought in the, in the off-cut bin in Albany. That's what I say. Go to a, go to a scrapyard. You'll find lots of chunks of steel. But what I've been working on lately is uh, I just put a video out the other night. It was a total whim. I came up with this idea to make a hammer rack, and I put it up, and the video is doing really well. It's just a bunch of pipes cut into slices, welded together. And I really needed that, and people keep – picking on me about my hammer collection. That's about one-fifth of the amount of hammers I have. And people's like, why do you constantly buy hammers? I only buy hammers that are like a dollar each, two dollars each. And on top of that, a lot of hammers come to me for free. So I'll go to like a friend's house and I'm like, just take, I don't need these tools. I don't take, take my grandfather's stuff, take my father's stuff. You know, we don't need them anymore. And so I end up with like boxes and so a lot of those hammers that you see, I've gotten for free. So don't pick on me. So and, uh, if anybody has hammers, extra <laughs> hammers, mail them to Jimmy at. <laughs> just kidding. That's why I have a multitude of wooden claw hammers with the big heavy curve. And I hate wooden hammers and I hate hammers with the big curve. And that's what I seem to have the most of because they just seem to gather. And I save them because one day I'll make some kind of like Burning Man sculpture out of them or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until then. Hmm. And then I'm working on I'd a like built-in. Uh, I'm working on a built-in for a client, which is also going to be my next core video if I get it done in time. So it's going to be a built-in. It's like a, a corner, kitchenette corner seating thing with shelves. So I'm working on that. And uh, I'd like, to, hopefully I can, uh, an, I, I can announce something interesting. Taylor has uh, started working on a little candelabra chandelier. It's not very little. It's kind of large. It's a candelabra chandelier made with hoops from a wooden barrel and votive candles. So it's kind of like inspired by Game of Thrones. So we started working on that. Well, I'm filming her work on that. So that's a video that she's going to hopefully start her channel off with. Nice. It's, it's about time, goes. Taylor. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's it. And then just, uh, you know, just the everyday hustle. Cool. Oh, wait, can I announce one thing? Please Did do. Did you guys, I, I, my buddy is letting me use his drone because he got a drone. He lives that. in the city and he's like, look, he said, yeah. I'm going to crash it into a tree because I want you to play with it at your house. Learn how to use it. And so I got used to using the drone. I flew it about four times over the weekend thing is amazing. It's a DJI 3, brand new, and I've totally developed my confidence in four trips. So, <laughs> anybody wants to hire me? I'm kidding. The 
<laughs> point is, is it's just an amazing thing to play with. And uh, it's just so easy to get some incredible cinematic shots. So I've been playing with that as well. So I'm looking to figure out how to incorporate it into my workflow, which is not easy because I can't fly it into the workshop. If I cut a hole in the back of the garage and I have it do a fly through and then go in and out, that's something I'm thinking about. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> nice. It's like threading a needle, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I haven't figured out really how to use mine in like in my videos so much. You know, I've, I did a one-day doc on my second channel, and it had a lot of drone stuff in it because it made sense for that particular situation. And this entire week I've been, well, this entire week, the, over the last week, I've been wanting to um, take it out and go fly and just shoot video with it. But then I'm like, why? What What's that video going to be? Like, what am I, I can't just like take random shots and just, you know, I need to right. build a story around it. So I haven't quite figured out when and how to, to use it to make it effective. But, yeah, you know, it's one of those tools you have around. I mean, you don't use every tool in your shop for every project. So, right. Yep. Um, for me, it's been really interesting the last several days. My wife on Saturday took my kids to Florida to visit family and, um, she's been gone. It's Tuesday now and she's still gone. She is coming back, but I'm not sure when <laughs> later in this week. So I've actually, you know, been in like full just work mode, uh, for several days kind of nonstop, which is fun and also tiring and lonely. <laughs> At the same time, Um, it it is a lot of fun, though. I'm getting a lot of stuff done and and being able to sit down at night and um, like work on like there's a lot of programming things that I've wanted to do for Raspberry Pi projects or Arduino projects. And it's hard for me to justify that programming time because it's a lot of experimentation. So it's hard for me to justify that during the day. And then at night, I don't want to be doing that instead of focusing on spending time with family or with her or with, with my wife. So it's kind of cool to be able to like pull the laptop up in front of the TV and still feel like I'm being productive. And so that's kind of cool. The difference now though, which is, I mean, you guys both have animals. Um, you know, we have a kind of relatively new puppy. And so before we had this puppy and when she would take the kids out of town, I would have like uninterrupted time that I could just work and I didn't have to worry about it. But now I have this puppy who needs attention and destroys things if you're not paying it attention. (laughs) So I'm having to kind of break away and let him out, take him for walks and all that stuff. But um, but as far as like individual videos, today we finished editing the video that's going to go out Thursday, and it's a pudding gun. Um, and so that, I think the video itself is interesting, but not really that interesting. But there's a video that I'm putting on my second channel, and I'll give you guys a link to it so you can watch it before everybody else watches it. It's like a super cut. Of all of the shots of pudding, people being shot with pudding, just my kids and my <laughs> wife and I, and it, I've watched it at least 10 times after I finished it, and I laugh every single time. It's just, it's my favorite video I've ever made. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really excited about people seeing that one, and the only way you can get to that one is by, you know, like, seeing how the gun was made, so um, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see the reactions between those two. I got, you know, because it's just like my kids in the backyard with safety glasses on, and then I'm shooting them with pudding, you know, a gun <laughs> filled with like 50 PSI, just about 12 inches from their face. And so it's just like, I don't know. It's so much fun. Anyway. Shoot the that's dog. That's what I've been up to. No, I don't want to shoot the dog. Shoot dogs for that. Glasses. I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
setting that up and, and telling the kids, you know, setting them down and being like, okay, here's what's going to happen. Uh, put these safety glasses on. They're like, what are we doing? <laughs> just just sit ah. right there. And I'd get, them, I'd get everything ready. And then I'd pull out this tube that's all crazy colored. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to shoot you in the face with pudding. And they're like, what? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> totally into it. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I've been up to. But, nice. Yeah. And then I'm working on other projects, trying to get ahead uh, now that I have this, you know, this kind of week of uninterrupted time, trying to take advantage of it and get a bunch of production done, even if the editing and all that post-production stuff is not finished. I just want to get a, a few more projects done over the next several days so I can start to build up a kind of queue so that I can not be behind all, or not feel like I'm behind all the time. You know, I don't want to feel the stress of projects as much. Mm. Um, I want to have a little more space to be able to, to make some bigger things. And part of that is planning ahead. So, yeah. Speaking of planning ahead. Yeah. I just want to talk a little bit about uh, the internal struggle. You were just kind of alluding to the idea of, uh, I like that little, <laughs> that prompt. <laughs> I, was, I was reading my text messages and Bob was trying to drag me in. Bob was setting you up. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Swing the internal. <laughs> the internal struggle is just lately I find myself with more stuff to do than I have time. And I'm a victim of constantly saying yes to everybody, which is totally my own fault. I say, yeah, sure. Let's do it. No problem. No problem. My friend Danny is always reminding me that I got to stop saying yes to everything. And, uh, but I, I honestly mean it when I say, sure, let's do it. I honestly mean it. So I find myself with too many things to do. And then, you know, I, I also have to apologize to a few fans because I promise people things and then months go by and I don't deliver because everything just kind of falls between the cracks. And then now that it's summertime, I'm half my time is here, half my time is upstate. So I find myself kind of commuting a lot. And I just noticed this morning how I can, I, it's like putting out fires constantly. I can only deal with like, what is the most important thing at the right time? And it's, I don't know if I'm just disorganized or I just have too much to do. I think it's a little bit of both, but <clears throat> I tend to wait until I get a warning sign from either a client or somebody on some things. You know, some weeks are better than others where I don't have to worry about this. But this morning I had this little voice in my head said, don't forget to look at your to-do list. And then the other voice in my head said, don't go near it. You're going to just panic yourself. Just do what you have to do before the podcast. And that's talking about where we are right now. So I just had to focus on because the, the other voice won over. So I just had to focus on the things I needed to get done before the podcast. And uh, while I was in my shop, somebody came to visit and, and I never stopped moving because like that little voice in my head said, don't forget, you made a promise to yourself. You wanted to get this done before the podcast. And so I just was working and painting and sanding the entire time. And this, this couple friends of mine stopped by and they were just standing there staring at me. And I looked up and I'm like, is everything all right? Because I was expecting them to just turn right around and leave. But they just stood there and stared at me while I was working. But they're like, no, 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 we're just watching. I'm like, okay. It's like live YouTube. But I... <laughs> <laughs> you know, on, 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 on any other day, I would have been like hanging out and killing time and wasting time. You know, something comes to mind. Casey, Casey Neistat's door says absolutely no social visits ever. And I would like to put that up. I mean, the way the way I don't have to put a sign up. I just close the door. If it's like super like Dave, Dave Welder will say today's the day we close the door, which means don't leave the door open because strays come in and see what I'm doing. And lately more more fans are coming. And I love that because I meet so many new interesting people. But I, I have to be 
responsible to myself and close the door when I have work that has to get done and open the door when I'm welcoming people. So I have to really be careful of that. But the idea, and I'm bringing the subject up is just to you know see what you guys have, what thoughts you guys have on it. The idea is that I panic sometimes. As much as people think I get so much done, I panic pretty much all the time that I'm not going to get everything done. And to the point where I can't even look at my to-do list. And, you know, you guys are always talking about writing lists down and this stuff. I don't even write lists because when I do, I never look at them because I'm afraid to look at them. I have, like, to-do lists in my notebook. And, and some weeks are better than others when I'm like, okay, get your confront up, get to doing it, see what you need to do, do this. Like, for instance, I'm trying to refinance my house and my mortgage broker is like, I need this, I need that, I need cancel checks for this, I need this, I need this, and I need that. And every time I open the email, there's another list of seven things, which... I have to go back in history and dig through my life to find something to take a picture of to send him. And last night, I finally confronted that list because he basically said, he goes, look, you got to do this or it's not going to happen. So I went through all my boxes. I got, you know, canceled checks, all the things he needed. And I sent him pictures at four in the morning. I sent him about 25 pictures of all these documents. But I'm just sharing the idea that it, it is, it's not easy, but it, like, every day is a struggle to try and get through the list of things you need to do. It's like my brother John always made a you, joke that said, let's just get through the next 10 minutes. Like life is so difficult. Let's just get through the next 10 minutes. It's like, all right, let's just get through the next 10 minutes. And then that, then those next 10 minutes and then those next 10 minutes. Do you have a goal as far as what an ideal work week would be for you? Like in the future, like wh what are you working towards to, to get rid of that? And I don't, honestly, I don't know to get to that point. I don't know if I can ever get rid of it. And it's funny, like, you know, Juan says my assistant this summer and he's been wonderful. And, but it's like, all right, we're going to work today for three hours. Tomorrow I'm driving upstate all day long. I'm going to be back on Thursday, maybe at two. I don't know, maybe at five. So it's like, and then when I'm upstate, I can squeeze in a little bit of work. It's just my life is like, I feel like it's like a little bit of chaos and I just have to confront things as they come up and deal with that. And I mean, I don't know if I'm complaining or what I'm doing. I'm just bringing this up as a subject just to see, you know, uh, it's difficult. I don't know. I don't know what my goal is. My goal is just to finish the things on my to-do list. That's really it. And uh, hmm. it's, uh, well, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I'm venting a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm not having a, a specific point. No, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to start talking because I have so much that I could say about this <laughs> that I don't want to just like eat up the rest of the time. Go for it. I'm done. Um, <laughs> I made so no point. It. So both of you, feel free to just cut me off because <laughs> I have I have tons of ideas about stuff like this, um, <clears throat> most of which I've pulled from other people. I'm not saying these are my original ideas, but a couple of things. So I was writing down some notes while you were saying all that um, because I think that's something that everybody feels, you know, no matter like what type of life you have. There's always stuff that you have to do that you don't want to have to do and it creeps up on you and you put it off. I've noticed for me, like, um, there's certain things that I, I know need to be done, but they don't feel like a priority. And so I just, I put them off and I keep putting them off. And then the more I put them off, the bigger they, they feel in my head, partly because I know that they're overdue, but also because like, I don't really think about them. I think, Oh man, that's too big to figure out right now. So I'm just going to come back to it later. But just by saying that, I've made it bigger than it is. And that's so exactly. I, that, I over, spend my whole life doing that. It's like, oh, like this morning, like I had a FedEx ice picks. I FedEx 75 ice picks to my guy who mails them. Then I had a FedEx one of the Jimmy dolls to some guy in Europe who didn't get his in time. 
And that sucked up like an hour and a half of like running around to FedEx and making sure that all my handwritten FedEx gibberish is readable to the woman who's going to type it in. And, you know, I always say oh, I'll deal with that later because that's just a mail mailbag job. But that sucks up so much time that I always just put off to yeah. the point where then I'm like, I'm getting emails like, where is the stuff you promised you were going to send? I'm like, ugh. But there's, there's even more to it than that as far as the time. So the time that it takes to do that thing is is you know X. I mean the, that's like a real amount of time. That's X time, right? But then there's also the time that your brain spends thinking about that before you do it. And so the longer you put something off, you've got all this filler time in between. Where in the back of your head you're going, oh man, I really got to go to FedEx. I really got to go to FedEx. I'll do that tomorrow. But that time that you just thought that was time that you weren't doing something else. So 100%. one of the biggest things, one of the biggest things that I've come up with to, cause I, I do that constantly. That's like a thing. Our, our dishwasher came loose from the, you know, like where you screw it up into the uh, countertop came loose about three weeks ago. And so it shifts around when you open the door and stuff. And I keep thinking, Oh man, I got to fix that. But then in my brain, I'm going, yeah, but I got to pull it out and I got to like put something behind the bottom of it to lift it up. And then I got to screw it back in. It's just going to take a long time. Last night, because there was no family and nothing else scheduled, I went to fix it. It took me a total of about three minutes. <laughs> Yet I've fretted over this thing and <laughs> pushed it off for a month, you know? So I think there's a, a lot of mental weight that we carry around for things that we don't really need to carry around. Yep. And there's a couple of ways that I, I've come up with to, to not carry that mental weight. One of them is to write it down. I think that's the biggest thing. Because as soon as you write something down in a place where you know that you can find it again, you don't have to think about it anymore. You don't have to remember to remember it because it's written down. And then that's like one less thing that your brain has to try to keep track of. Whether that's like consciously or not, you know, your brain is still trying to keep track of all these little things that you know that you have to do one of these days. Um, so I think writing that stuff down and also as much as you can possibly do this, which I'm not very good at this, is anytime one of those little things comes up, that you know has been like on the back burner and something you haven't done, stop exactly what you're doing, yep. no matter what it is, do the thing, get it done, and then it's done. It's and so hard. It is hard. It's super hard. But when you do that, it's like, oh, wow, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Honestly, that's, that's, a great, mm -hmm. that's great advice. And I do do that to myself. But then there's that internal struggle. It's like, do this, that, and the other thing, and then do that. No, do that first. Oh, and then I'm like, okay, let me go do that first. And then I get a phone call from someone that's like, hey, I'm at your door. And I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. That's why I had such a yeah. crazy week last week with you guys. You know, and again, I apologize for that last week. And I do again now is that I just had too many things cooking at once. And then all of a sudden, boom, everything like happens at the same exact time. And uh, yeah. And the idea of just like saying, you know what, wake up in the morning and go to the gym right away instead of worrying about it all day long. It's the same sort of mental energy that I'm putting on lots of little tasks that I need to do. Yeah. Do you, I mean, you use your calendar and your phone quite a bit, right? To keep track I, of like when you have. Honestly, I used to use it every day. And now since the app has changed, I have no idea how to use it. There used to be squares. There used to be a calendar of squares and you could tap mm -hmm. on the square and write in the square. Now it's a calendar of numbers and I tap on the number and it takes me to another menu and I go to write something and then it says I have the same event for the next 75 years between like three and five and then I don't know how to get out of that and then my alarm goes off every day at three o'clock. That's what happens to me in technology. It's like Apple does a great job and then somebody at the company is like, hey, why don't we do it like this? And then they go, oh, that's yeah. a great idea. Why don't we take it and make it unuseful? And so for yeah. some reason they make it unuseful and so now I never, I stopped using the calendar app a year and a half ago. I used to use it every See, single day. 
I think that's a big thing. And like, I didn't really use mine uh, effectively for a long time until uh, my wife and I just got to where we couldn't keep track of, she does all this roller derby stuff and they have practice three nights a week. She has like this thing and that thing. And she has bouts once a month that are an entire Saturday. We just couldn't keep track of everything. And uh, a friend of mine was talking to me about how he shared a calendar with, with his wife. So they both have their own, but then they have a shared one. And so when they add something, they can both see it. And he was like, if you force yourself to both, you know, put everything in and look at the calendar before you schedule something, it will become a habit. And now it is. It's totally everything I do that's not me in the shop goes on the calendar. And it's just so that it's there for me to remember. It's she knows where I am, whether she can have access to me or not, you know, whether she should interrupt or not, like if I'm on a call. And as far as like the app changing, I totally understand that. And that's the case with to-do apps and calendars, any any software thing is they're going to change all the time. But the the trick is to Figure find one that's, yeah. No, well, no, not even that. Find one that works for how you like to work. Because so there's a look, bunch of different I'm going to show you guys. I'm sorry to cut you off, but look. So we have the, this is the app for the Apple app, right? Yeah. I push, it's right in the, in the thing. It's, it's July 28th. Is today July 28th? No, today's 26th, right? So let's just say July 27th, I want to do an event. And it says a new event right there. It clicks new event, right? So I click on new event. And right, it brings me to a new window. It says all day from Monday, January 5th, 2015 to Thursday, January 5th, 2017. I have no idea why. So I I can't get out of that. Okay. I can't rearrange that. And this is like so the third version of this software that I have. Go, go, to, go to the App Store, download one called Fantastical. It's... I've been using it for about two years, and it's a 100% improvement on any Apple calendar that they've ever made. So what I'm saying is, like, why like, why in the world? Is, am I the only person that has this app that when I click on new event, it takes me to January 5th a no. year ago? I don't know. I haven't used it in two years because it's so awful. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> but my point is, like, there's, there's not only one calendar app. There's not only one to-do app or list app. There's tons of them. And unfortunately, the only way to, to really find one that works is to try a few. But you want to you want to find you know apps and software that that remove obstacles for you to use them. Yeah. So like in that case, right? You had two extra menus and a bunch of different settings you had to do to make an event. Mm-hmm. And that shouldn't be the case. You so I just really say forget it. Button. My life just goes into complete chaos <laughs> because exactly. so they change the graphics on the map on the on the you calendar. You have to stop what you're doing. You have to just stop what you're doing and just. <laughs> Figure it out or find a new app. You can't just keep putting it off. This is why but, I was. This well, is why. <laughs> this is why I was learning disabled as a kid. Honestly, and they 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 ultimately decided that I wasn't learning disabled. That I was just lazy. Like, and when I was a senior, and I, I probably talked about this on the on the show, but my like from like sixth grade to senior, I was considered learning disabled. I would go to a room which my brother John called the Romper Room, which is an old. Uh, is, is an old uh, reference to an old TV show called Romper Room, but I would go to a room and it would be the uh, the, the learning learning. I w- it wasn't called the learning disabled room; it was called the learning center. But I would go to the learning center and that's where I would take my tests and stuff. But when I became a senior, they they ultimately tested me and said, "You're just lazy." And this is what happens with me. It's like I I work on something and the minute they change it, it just disappears. It's like it never existed, and now I have to figure out a whole new way of doing something. And it's, it's funny, I have my, my life in certain little categories and things like, like I have a tool here and I always put it right back in that same spot. And then if I lend it to Taylor and then she doesn't bring it home, 
it's gone forever. I have no idea where it is. And like, even though I know maybe where it is, I'm too lazy to go and get it. So I'll just never use that tool again. Like it's this weird thing I have with me, my, my brain. Mm. It's like if things, I put things in certain order. I mean, maybe, I don't know if it has anything to do with like being, um, OCD or, or a little Asperger. I don't know what it is, but I do things a certain way. And the minute those things change out of my control, I just never do it again. And the calendar app is a very perfect example of that. I used to so use the calendar the all the time. It was always reminding me to do stuff. And now, now it never reminds me to do anything because I never go into it. But so what's the condition where the pain would be so great that you would start to look for another way to do that? Like how bad would your life have to get before you said, okay, I'm going to go find a different calendar app or I'm going to learn how to use this one. You know maybe what I mean? Homeless, I'm, maybe? I'm not, I'm being serious though, because no, yeah, know, it's a great way of looking at it because I never questioned it. I'm just like, all right, I just don't do that anymore. Like, I, you yeah. know, it's like one day the police will block off a street because there's a crime scene, and then from, from that point on, I just never go down that street ever again. <laughs> wow, it's this weird thing. I don't know. Maybe some people are going to email me now and say, "Oh, that's this diagnosis, crazy mental disorder you have." But <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think we all like processes, right? We like to get things down where we know how to do them and know how to get you know, be efficient or get things done or whatever it is. And so when those get disrupted, it's just about, I think at that point, it's about like your motivation. Like, do you care enough about it to find another way to do it? Or is it just, you know, you just move on and don't worry about it anymore. I move on and then it affects me like in subtle ways. And then I blow up on the podcast like I'm doing today a year and a half later. (laughs) That that reminds me of a funny joke. You want to hear a quick funny joke? Sure. I'm probably going to say it wrong, but uh, there's a uh, my my Jewish friend tells me all these funny Jewish stories and Jewish jokes, and this is a Jewish joke, so he framed it that way. There's like a, a grandfather who hasn't talked in 30 years. He's sitting at the table eating the soup, and I don't know where he just goes. The soup is cold, and the whole family goes, oh, "You speak? How come you never spoke? How come you don't?" He goes, "Up till now, everything was fine." So he didn't have to speak because everything was okay. And now finally he gets cold soup and now it makes him talk. <laughs> kind of reminds me of me. Like I said, I'm not good at like setting up a joke, but the concept of that joke is sort of the concept of like the way I do things. Yeah. I just get so stuck in patterns. And then when the patterns change, I just completely deviate, do something totally different or nothing at all. Well, like, I th- Okay. Here's the thing though. Big picture, like the way I think about all this stuff, like what you're talking about <clears throat> and the reason that I constantly look for better ways to do everything that I do is because if I spend my time and if I spend my day fighting with a situation, man, I hate the fact that my desk is so messy and it irritates me every time I sit down at this desk. If I fight with that every day, that's time that I'm not getting to do something new that I'm not getting to learn or be productive or whatever. I'm just sitting here being frustrated. (laughs) And so the, the, the time that you can, you know, that you save and the opportunity that you end up creating for yourself just by like, just facing it and getting through it, I think goes way farther. You know, I mean, you're talking about being busy. I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay. Yeah. No, you're talking no, about being busy and getting stuff done, but you have all these things that you could, if you learn how to use the calendar, if you just take that right. 30 minutes or whatever and figure it out, that's going to make you less busy. Or I'm, less it, guilty about like how you're absolutely you are. right. You know, I mean, this actually has become like a therapy session for me, and it's actually been really good for me to bring this up. The reason I chuckled while you were talking about your desk being messy and that drives you crazy, the instinct in me just said, "Well, just go work at another flat surface somewhere else." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I would do. I would be like, oh, "This table's so messy," and instead of saying clean it, I was like, "Oh, let me just go work on top of the stove." 
Not that that's even better or practical, but that's what I do. So the pain point would be when you've covered all of your services and they're all so messy that you have to clean one up. Right? So on that's- top of being OCD and maybe a little Asperger, I also am a little bit of a hoarder. So mix that all together oh. and you end up with the, the mess that is uh, my life outside of YouTube. <laughs> well, uh, there are a couple other things that I, I think – and maybe this isn't the time to go through them, but I honestly think we could probably find you a couple of apps that would make it, if you can force yourself to get into a pattern of like, every morning I look at this app for for 10 seconds or whatever. Seriously. <laughs> no, then- I'm laughing because you you suggested an app. And again, the voice, I have the, the, the there's the angel and the, and the devil on my shoulder. The angel said, make sure it's an app with squares. You want to look at a calendar <laughs> with squares on it. And the devil in my voice said, don't even bother. They all suck. So... I like calendar apps that have squares. So like when you were a kid and you opened the calendar and there was puppies on the top part and the bottom was a group of squares. They're squares? Well, they're not squares. See, this it's, is why I can't use that It is a app. grid of it's days. A, and you it's a grid one. of numbers, but the numbers need to have a square around them. Otherwise, I can't use them. <laughs> okay. Well, that's up to you. I can't say anything about that. <laughs> I'm, being exa- I'm exaggerating. But that's a little bit of the mental struggle that goes on in my mind. I'm like, I like to look at a calendar that's a group of squares because that square represents the beginning, middle, and end of a day. Right. When I look at a number, all I see is a number. The number doesn't create that visual map in my, in my brain. And I know the graphic designer that decided somewhere in Apple to go, let's get rid of the squares. Let's make it look simple with little dainty non-serif numbers that people with glasses won't be able to read. And everybody went, that's a great idea. Okay. The cool thing about this app that I'm showing you yeah. is if you swipe down, yeah, wait, you get to see the, wait, where is it? Yeah. You get to see the week in squares and you can see dots for everything that you have to do at certain times on those Okay. It's days. getting better. So those are squares. Okay. It's getting better. <laughs> but my point, is, my point is, if you can find a couple of apps that can help you just maintain, like, keep track of what's in your calendar, what's in your to-do list, so you have a single place to look for those things, and then all you have to do is force yourself to look at them every morning when you get out of bed, or every day at lunch, or, you know, just pick whatever time works. What if I get out say, of bed a- at lunch? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that could be part of your problem, but... <laughs> Um, you could use the reminders app to remind you to look at your calendar app. That's right. That's true. I mean, I told Siri this morning because I was upstate yesterday and I got home last night at three in the morning. And so today in my brain, it's Monday, which is a perfectly logical thing for me to completely forget I had a podcast today because it's actually Tuesday. But because I'm usually upstate on the weekends and I come home into the city on the Monday. So the first thing I did this morning when I woke up is don't forget you have a podcast today at 4 o'clock. So Siri reminded me at 3.30 that we have to get together. I mean, that's a, <laughs> an, an indication of a thing that I have in my calendar, even though I, I know it's every Tuesday. I don't really have to think about it. But it pops up an hour before we record. Right. So if my mind is somewhere else, I'm in the middle of something else, I know I've got an hour to finish this up and get yeah. you know everything ready to record. I mean, just any kind of repeating thing that you can put in place just to so you don't have to think about it, I think is a good thing to do. And you know what's funny? Every time the thing says, do you want to repeat this? I say, nah, I'll remember next week. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to not, I'm, I'm going to take the repeat option. Yeah, it's a good idea. I mean, you know, like I've got um, a lot of the stuff that I do every week, this, this show and the Twitch stream, those are things I'm not going to forget. They're like embedded in my week. That's just part right. of my... But I still put them on the schedule. You know, even if it's not that I am going to forget about it, but it's so that my wife is reminded that, oh, 
he can't watch the kids on Wednesdays at lunch because that's when he does his his Twitch stream, you know, that type of stuff. So it, yeah. if you're sharing it with somebody, it's also good in that case because you just can be aware without having to like track down, hey, what are you doing next Wednesday? You know, they can see that. Um, anyway, I do think there are some apps that you could use a little bit of every day that would just help you like unload some of that stuff from your brain and keep track of it better. And then you wouldn't have to feel guilty about like, oh, I forgot that you were coming to meet me at this thing or that I was right. supposed to be in a certain place because you All don't right. need that. I mean, you don't need that guilt. That's no good. But I also think that I wrote down a couple of things that I think are just like kind of behavioral things that choices you have to make that I think you should do. Check this out. One, office hours. Don't open your shop up all the time. Have office hours one day a week, two days a week, whatever, just like professors do where they're available for anybody to come in and bug right. them and be in the way, answer questions, whatever. And even if you did that every day from, I don't know, 12 to 4, at least – before it's, 12 o'clock, you don't have that time, right? It, yeah, it's regulated. Yeah. You're not going to have people just popping in as much. It's people will still come by. So office hours would be cool. And then don't say yes without a date. So if mm-hmm. somebody asks you if you can build a thing, say, I could probably do that. Um, if you actually want to set a date when it's due, I'll say right. yes. Right. And don't ever say yes unless somebody gives you a due date. It's or you advice. can agree on like you yeah. know, that. Three because weeks then, from now or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, once you have that, then you put that in your calendar app then it's done. And mm-hmm. You don't have to think about like, did I say yes or no? Are they expecting it? Yes or no? No, I honestly, I, I mean, again, I apologize to this few. It's only going to matter to a few people because I haven't done it to quite a few people. But I promised fans, you know, things that I would do for them. And, you know, in exchange, like legitimate jobs that, uh, you know, I just couldn't get to. And I just had to like go back and say, sorry, I just can't do it. Or it just fades away. And then they, they feel, you know, they, they don't want to bother me. And, and then I completely forget about it until like we talk about something else and like, oh, and I'm like, oh my God, I was supposed to make you a wedding ring. Did you get married already? I'm so sorry. I forgot. <laughs> oh, we've been married for a year already. I'm like, oh, you should have reminded me. Well, we didn't want to bother you. It's that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. I'm not going to like cram any more in here. So David, you got anything on this? I don't have anything to help Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's that's saying you're sure. beyond help. I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. he's saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I've I've made a change recently uh, where I used to just kind of, when the new week started, I'm like, that's when I decided on what I was going to do for that week. But now that I have help here one to two days a week, I kind of need to be a little bit more organized because a couple of times he has showed up and I'm like, man, I'm not ready for you. I don't know. Just hang out for a little bit while I design the project, you know? And so... Uh, after that happened twice, I'm like, all right, I need to get myself in gear. And so now I have a spreadsheet. I don't use spreadsheets. Now I do. Uh, and I, and I want to do two videos a week on my main channel, one video a week on the other channel. And I've got, I've got the next, uh, month and a half all booked what I want to do. And that gives me time to think about the designs that I need to do, uh, to fulfill the, those, those commitments that I made to myself and so i this i just started this uh about four or five days ago hmm. i feel good i even i even opened i got the spreadsheet all pretty it even looks looks nice and i feel good i open it up and i'm like ah oh, look at that that's what i'm doing for the next month and a half and i feel good about it is everything written inside of a square 
Everything is. Uh, you know what? I have rows. I have alternating colors of rows. I've got. I got rid of the That's columns, close. and I just need to see rows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dark rows are main projects, and the light rows are they're they're the they're the quickies, the little extras that I'm doing earlier in the week. So I feel good. I now I now know when when Eric shows up, we're going to make we're going to film these two videos today, and and uh, and it it leaves it gives me. A reason I can move things off my, uh, I, so I have a list of future projects. I keep a couple different lists. I keep a list of future projects. I don't have the bananas list like Bob does, but I have a list, and then I have a list of one day projects, like projects that can be made in a day. And it feels really good when I can take one of those, remove it, and put it on the spreadsheet and see one list get smaller and the other list get mm -hmm. bigger. And it just, I don't know, it feels like I'm doing something and it, it satisfies this need that I have. I know some people like spreadsheets, and so, you know, obviously you have to do what works for you. I would say if somebody was looking to create that kind of a system, I would use Trello personally. That's what I use. Mm. <clears throat> but the reason, because when you were talking about that, you said list like 10 times and not spreadsheets. Spreadsheets are, you know, I mean, they work as lists, obviously, but they're kind of more of a grid kind of computational thing. But the cool thing mm -hmm. I like about Trello is it's it's you have a board. The board is, contains lists. Each list contains a bunch of cards, which are kind of squares to me. And uh, you know you can move them easily from list to list. And so th the reason I think that's really helpful is you can have a list of um, this week. What projects are we doing this week? And then the next list can be what's next week or. And then you can have a list of these are completed. And so you can easily mm. drag and drop these things between the places so you can kind of move them around. Another cool thing about that, and you can share a Google Doc as well, but you can you can have team access. So if you have somebody working with you, um, then you know they can have access to the Trello as well. And so you it's an easy way to have kind of team sharing and and stuff like that. Um, and so Another thing I think that's useful in the list realm and, and using them like that is to prioritize. So Jimmy was talking about earlier how you have things that are time sensitive, like stuff you need for your refinance. You have things, uh, you know, fans that want to get something from you or you just need to get in touch with somebody or whatever. And so these, these all have like a different weight and they have different due dates and things. And so when you create lists, you can create... Um, I don't know exactly the word you would use for it, but like a, a weight to the yeah, list. Yeah, priority. So you, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like so you have you have one list that is this has to be done today, and then you have the next list that this has to be done this week. And so as you move from day to day, you move things, you know, the closer they get, you could move them to a different list so that every morning when you get up, all you have to do is look at today's list. You don't have to care about next week. That's not You're not there yet, you know, but it's still written down somewhere, and you can easily drag and drop it into today you know um <clears throat> so I, anyway i use the spreadsheet because not only is it these are the projects that i'm working on this week or these are the videos that i want to shoot this week but it also at a glance i have there's columns for sponsors and how much i'm making for each one of those videos and then <clears throat> on the last column like some of my videos um, we'll have two sponsors. It might be like a Rockler and a Microjig in one. And so the last column is actually helps me like uh, it's it, it sums up the previous two columns so I know how much I'm going to get for that video. And so at a glance, I can see, oh, look, this is how much I'm going to make this month. I can 
it helps me with my finances too because I don't know if Trello does that where I can see all that in a, in a glance. At a um, well, I mean, I I have another board that's just a sponsorship board, and then I have a list okay. for each month, and so I can look at a single month and see like here are the sponsors that are for this month, and I can put due dates on them if I wanted to. I mean, you know, they they effectively do the same thing. It's just kind of how you want to to look at them. Um, I mean, for me there are certain things that I do in Trello that I couldn't easily do as easily do in a spreadsheet. And I wouldn't want to do some things in one and some things in another tool. You know, I try to keep it all in one place. So that way it's, it's just kind of one, but it's whatever works for, you know, each person. Um, Bob. Yes. Can I, can I ask a question? Yes. I just downloaded fantastic Cal, And I try Mm -hmm. to make, I try to make an event for tomorrow just as an experiment and look what it told me Mm -hmm. to do can't see that it says way too close it says start january 5th 2015 and and the date on your phone is wrong yeah what the hell's going on (laughs) i know it obviously i'm just i'm bringing it up as a joke but it's obviously attached to because it said you can we access your calendars i said sure go to my calendars that's how i'm going to be able but something within my calendars is telling it to am i the only phone that has january 5th 2015 Um, to january 6th i just tried to enter a new one yeah, it worked fine for me. It, yep. it, it added I mean, the day, the day of the day that you, you selected? Yeah, I click on plus. It starts July 26th at 5 p.m., ends at 6 p.m. So I'm on, I'm on the Fantastic Cal. I hit new event tomorrow, the 27th. And right here at the top, it says all day from Monday, January 5th, 2015 to Thursday, January 5th, 2017. Okay, well, I'd just like Weird. to point out to everybody listening, even though this is entirely not interesting to listen to, <laughs> this is a problem with... <laughs> Jimmy's phone, phone. not okay. with the app. All right, we'll see. <laughs> so, and we will we'll get it debugged. All right. We'll work on it afterwards. All right, I'm sorry. I, I think exist. okay. I want to challenge you. Can I challenge you, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. We're gonna get the calendar working. Thank you. All this week, I want you to use your calendar every day. Can I challenge you to that? Yeah, no. That's right. I mean, I know what I'm doing tomorrow, but I was just gonna pop it in there just as an experiment, so it would remind me while I was there. Yeah, I mean, anything that you do, yeah. anything you have scheduled, put it in there. Just you know, fully immerse yourself in it for a week and see if that is useful. It may not be, you know, it's not for everybody, but no, I, I, think- I do remember a day like, you know how you can go back in history. You can go back like three years and for like two solid years, I used the, the Apple calendar all the time. Yeah. And then they got rid of the squares and started making it this really tiny light Sarah face and I couldn't read it. And it just kind of lost my interest. Yeah. They, so. I, honestly, that update messed up a lot of people's interest in a lot of their apps because they did that same type of overhaul to everything. Yeah. So, Anyway, all right. Any, got anything else on this? Calendars? Hmm. I think just with me personally, it's just like getting up and going to the gym. You just got to confront things, and and it helps me. And then, you know, I'm sorry that I kind of vented, but maybe some people can identify with some of the things I brought up today. But yeah, I just have to get my, uh, you know, my confrontability up and just get to doing stuff and stop saying. Uh, while we're talking, I'm looking. You know, I always get an email from somebody, and I'm like, okay, I'll deal with that later. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have ten emails tucked away in the bottom bar. I'm not I'm afraid to open any one of them because it's something I forgot to do. But I'll do it today after our podcast. Yeah. I mean open them up, put it on the calendar. Just you know, to have it not in the unknown, have it in a place that has a date on it. That's the big key, I think. Cool. What are we watching? Alright. So when we before we started, I'm like, guys, I don't have anything. And then I'm like, oh I'm gonna re re talk about this one dude. And then I'm I changed my mind. Ooh. It's a show on Netflix. It is called Stranger Things. 
and it has been pretty darn fantastic. It's it's really good. The internet has blown up about it, saying it's it's crazy amazing. It's the best thing ever, and it's not crazy amazing. It's not the best thing ever. I think it just reaches. It has that nostalgia feel because it's it's very eighties. It's a it's a very it's it's very John Carpenter, Stephen King artwork by Drew Struzman. He did all the um the crazy eighties posters of Raiders Lost. Like even the artwork is is a tribute to these eighties movies, mm-hmm. and it's well done. It's a great story. I love it. If you have Netflix, watch Stranger Things. There's only eight episodes. You can get through it all in two days. <laughs> Or one afternoon. Have you guys seen it? If you're really yeah. into it. No, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. I haven't either. Oh. People, A lot of people have told me that I would love it, so I'm looking forward to it. I haven't haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they do. They have the whole 80s feel down. The graphics, the music, the, the story, the, 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 the actors, everything. It, it's, it brings back your childhood. Somebody told me it was um, Goonies meets E.T. meets Poltergeist. Does that sound about right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. With John Carpenter music and uh, a Stephen King storyline, yeah. Hmm. Cool, cool. Um, I wanted I want to talk about two quick things, but uh, my video this week is is Pharmacy, which is a cosmetics company that my friend started. And if you go to the link in the thing, it's uh, the YouTube follow up for the Bee House because I built the Bee House. For my friend Mark's company pharmacy and he did his own video while we put it together it's definitely more of like a commercial thing because he has a product to sell and he has a story to sell which is very good he has a patent on this particular type of echinacea which is the field in which we built the bee house so a lot of people ask me in emails when can we see the follow-up to the bee house with the bees in it and Mark just put that video out a couple days ago he's got a brand new YouTube channel so he doesn't have a lot of views and he doesn't have a lot of fans so go subscribe and say hello it's probably more for Women, because it's all it's all cosmetics for women. But uh, you could see the bee house in action with bees in it. So in that video, it's short, nice. short and to the point. And I also just want to take this minute to just say that my dad is okay because a lot of people are writing me because Matt word about my dad. My dad cut his fingertip off on the table saw last Tuesday, and he's okay. They did a little surgery and closed up the end of his finger, and it was a simple, stupid mistake. He thought the saw was turned off, and he went to sweep out the area between the fence and the blade. And he ran his finger right across the tip of the blade. And the blade was only up about a half inch, but it cut his fingertip off right through his fingernail. So we thought we weren't going to publicize it, but now that it's publicized a little bit, a lot of people are kind of getting dribbles and drabs of what happened. And he just, you know, typical stupid shop accident. He cut the tip of his finger off on on an old table saw, which had no guard on it. And so you could probably... Let's talk about what could have prevented it. Uh, Was it a mental error? You know, my dad's 76 years old, so... I mean, I'm, I'm almost 50 and I'm forgetting things constantly. And, you know, another 20 years from now, I'm sure I'm going to forget a lot more. So I think my dad thought he turned the saw off and he had some noise distraction. He's also been deaf his most of his adult life. He was hearing aid. So the saw was on and so was the vacuum. So he said, I just heard the vacuum and I forgot that I didn't realize to turn the saw off. So I heard the vacuum thinking that the saw was off, but the vacuum was on. But both machines were on. And he reached and went to sweep out before he had a chance to acknowledge that the blade was still spinning. So my dad's a little bit like me in the way, or I'm like him, but in the way that he's hasty and quick to do stuff. And so a little bit of that, a little bit of not hearing, a little bit of probably having his mind on the other thing and stuck his finger in the saw blade. So, And if he had a guard on it, 
like I keep my guard on my saw stop constantly now. I almost never keep it off. If I do, it's only because of a specific cut that I'm making. Um, but anyway, so my dad's okay, and just watch your fingers. That's all. Gotcha. I'm glad he's doing all right. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. He's, he goes, I'll never do that again. I said, I'm sure you won't. Um, for me, my channel that I want to recommend is a, it's a pretty good sized channel, but the Hacksmith, you guys ever heard of the Hacksmith? Oh yeah, I've heard of it. So this guy makes all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, but he'll take something from a movie, like a superhero movie or a comic book movie or a comic book or whatever. And he makes it real. So he'll take like, um, Captain America's shield, which always comes back to Captain America and hooks onto his arm. He made that with a huge electromagnets on his on his arm, so it actually like comes back and sticks to his arm. And uh, he has made like grappling hooks, and he's been working on an actual rocket flight test for like Iron Man gauntlets, so he can shoot fire out of his off of his arms to fly. And he actually kind of got it working. <laughs> so. It's just all sorts of stuff, and you know, a lot of it is trial and error, things that work or don't work. And but he's he's just trying to figure out how to do this stuff in real life. You may have seen a couple of years ago, he he made an exoskeleton from scratch that would allow him to pick up like super heavy stuff. Like <laughs> I don't remember how heavy it would go, but you know, he could just pick up really heavy things. Uh, I think he lifted a car, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, um, Hacksmith, pretty cool guy out of Canada. I just subscribed somewhere. just now. Cool stuff. And if you're like me and you like, you know, comic book and sci-fi type movies, there's a lot of references for things that you'll like in there too. So, um, I guess that's it. Unless you guys got anything else for this week. Um, I want to thank our Patreon supporters, make, build, modify John Cornwell and Luis Gonzalez are our top contributors over there. We are thank you grateful guys. for them and for everybody else. We've got T-shirts for sale. If you want to support the show, you can buy a T-shirt from our website, or you can go to patreon.com slash making it. Support us there. That would be awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And that's, I think that's it. If you have any cool. suggestions for Jimmy's time <laughs> stuff, send us to him on Twitter. Help him out. Give him some ideas. <laughs> Let's just get through the next 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's my new app. <laughs> There's the title of the show right there. there you go. Yep. Uh, right. Jimmy, I wish you luck. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys for letting me vent. Thank you. Anytime. That was fun. Cool. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later, guys. <laughs>